the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. My next guest is someone you're probably familiar with from his work on Channel 6. He's an Emmy Award-winning reporter. I would say he's somebody who's made a reputation by standing up for the little guy, standing up for what's right. We obviously prize that here on the Bruce Hooley Show. And uh, our guest is Tom Soucy. Uh, Tom is running for city council in Columbus. I think he'd be a great choice, uh, not just because he has the merits to be a great city councilman, but because there isn't another good choice as I survey the field. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks for your time today. Hey, Bruce. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, if anybody knows anything about my background in the media, I was a watchdog and am a watchdog for the people. I mean, that's the only reason I got into the media business is to, you know, expose the BS and to be a watchdog for the little guy. You know, hopefully I can do that on city council. Well, you guys can find out more about Tom, what he stands for at uh, his website, which is the Susi Report, the S-U-S-S-I report.com and you can follow him on twitter at the susie report i came across your name yesterday tom when i was doing research for this very tragic story that resulted in the death of paula kennedy 58 year old secretary of groveport madison high school you and i i think have both known anybody with a working brain has known that all these juvenile car thefts and carjackings are eventually going to end up with an innocent person dead and she's the innocent person and she's gone, and it infuriates me that Franklin County juvenile court judges wrote a letter opposing police's efforts to get their arms around juvenile crime in the city. As I researched that, I found you've done a lot of research on it. Tell me what your perspective on juvenile crime in Columbus is and the efforts uh, maybe to stand in the way of trying to hold these kids accountable, chiefly by what I would term to be uh, Judge Kim A. Brown, B-R-O-N-E. I think that the uh, Franklin County juvenile justice system is a complete failure, uh, debauchery, and a joke uh, <clears throat> under uh, Judge Brown. I reported on this uh, for, for probably a year. You know, car thefts and purse snatchings are near like 5,000 car thefts now, and most of the people stealing these cars are juveniles. Yep. And the Franklin County juvenile justice system is a revolving door. I mean, there are kids accused of, of murder and house arrest. I mean, how can that happen? I mean, it's a, it's a total failure. These kids, many of whom, can't be rehabilitated. And they, they just can't uh, accept the fact that there are bad kids and they belong in prison. And until we stop coddling these young criminals, it's not going to get any better. No, I agree with that. Tom Soucy is our guest. He's running for Columbus City Council. He has a campaign event tonight at Flint Station, 225 Park Road from 6 to 8 p.m. You have a chance to get to meet Tom and what his agenda is. I think it's fair to say he's a law and order candidate. 
And as I interacted yesterday, Tom, with Judge Brown, she was kind enough to send me a detailed email response. But I've read her responses, and it's always that this is uh, any effort to hold kids accountable for crime is racist. It's propaganda. She says there's no statistic out there that says that punishing juveniles is uh, a deterrent to future crime. I find that very hard to believe. And uh, certainly that's not her job, first and foremost, is to uh, rehabilitate criminals. Her job, first and foremost, I would say, is to protect the citizenry. No, exactly. And, uh, you know, she's not a social worker. She's a judge. And I, 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 do, I do believe that uh, putting juveniles in juvie prison, if you will, is a deterrent. And until we start getting tough on, on crime as a whole, we're not going to get a handle on it. Uh, I've never seen such a revolving door as we have now in the juvenile justice system. I mean, these kids are put on tethers and GPS uh, monitoring devices. They cut them off, go commit another crime, and they, they, they check in with the judge, and she, they, they set him free again. I mean, it's, it's incredible what's going on, and people need to wise up and vote these judges the hell out of office. Tom Susi is our guest. He's a candidate for Columbus City Council. You can find his website, The Susi Report. You know him from his reporting at Channel 6 WSYX. He's an Emmy Award-winning reporter, and he's uh, made a career out of that. While you're not in the mainstream media anymore, I would say I'm not either. I'm curious if your reason is the same as mine. Yeah, listen, you know, I, I work professionally in radio and TV and newspapers since I was 21. I started a newspaper in in Flint, Michigan, working for for weeklies and then dailies and then got into radio and, excuse me, worked about 30 years in TV. And I never thought I was going to retire and get out of uh, television. But the last couple of years were unbearable. It was because mainstream media largely is owned, especially TV, that they're owned by three or four corporations. It's a monopoly, and, and, and they're very political, and they're afraid of being sued. They're afraid of be, of offending anyone. And now with uh, the culture that we're in, it, was, it became almost impossible to do the kind of work I do. I'm sure you've interacted, Tom, in your reporting for the Susi Report and at Channel 6 and other places with a lot of Columbus police officers and uh, police captains and thing like things like that. I mean, obviously, I'm a big supporter of law enforcement. Uh, I believe punishment is a deterrent to crime. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that police have been emasculated by Mayor Ginther, by city council. I think it's reprehensible that the police officer in the Micaiah Bryant shooting, as tragic as that was, it was also just as unavoidable. I think he reacted perfectly to his training. They're letting him twist in the wind. Can you speak to the mindset, uh, the the uh, morale of police officers in this city now and what their motivation is knowing how that officer has been left to twist in the wind what's their motivation to get out of their cruiser and prevent the kind of crimes you and i are talking about the kind of crime that resulted in the senseless death of paula kennedy well let me say that i have more contacts and sources now than i have ever had in my entire career because people trust me and i'm able to go and report what I see is the facts, and it gives a common-sense opinion from time to time. The morale with the Columbus Division of Police Department uh, is about as low as it's going to get. Uh, there is no proactive policing going on. 
many of these officers are afraid to do proactive policing, God forbid, and get to a shootout uh, because they're worried about losing their jobs or, or being prosecuted. Uh, it's not a good situation. Andy Ginther set the stage last year when he held back the police department and let the hooligans and thugs take over our city and run rampant. And now innocent people are, are paying the dividends. I mean, we're in a sense of, of lawlessness and, and, and anarchy in, in, in this town. And that's because police are not allowed to be police and do the jobs. And, you know, to repeat myself, literally to be police in this culture. Yeah, it's so discouraging to me that the people who claim to be uh, compassionate and care about uh, the criminals, I ask myself, where's the care for the business owners? Look, I'm a, I'm a sports fan. I, I'm a Blue Jackets fan. I'm a crew fan. I'd love to be able to go to the new crew stadium and watch a game. I'm not taking my family downtown. I don't feel safe. Uh, I, don't, I think the murder rate in this town is, I don't know how we skate. We see every weekend statistics from Chicago per capita. We're just as bad. And it's under the radar. I don't understand how it's under the radar. We have an all democratic city council. You're running to try to change that. You're one of four candidates for three spots. Let's be honest. You're bucking uphill. You're a white guy. You're going to be labeled as hateful, as racist, as trying to, you know, be uh, uh, more of the systemic problems that have put us in this situation. Crime doesn't have a color. Crime is crime. It's not hard, as I've said many times, to stay out of the back of the police car. We're all born with an inherent sense of right and wrong. I wish you well in your campaign, but what's it like when you interact with people in Linden, in Franklinton? They're the they're the people on the front lines of this. i got to believe they want this under control more than the people in the suburbs do. You know, let, let me say that I have been attacked more by stupid, ignorant white people. Uh just the other day, somebody from uh, Clintonville uh, sent me an uh, email saying, oh, you're taking time off from handing out KKK flyers to campaign. Mm. That, that's the kind of stuff I get, and it's usually stupid white people. I, I was in uh, the Livingston area last night at uh, a community center talking with the, the, you know, a lot of the people in the neighborhoods, and the majority of the people in, in that particular area are, are black, and they're fed up with the crime. They're, they're fed up with the, the, the gangs and the, and the drugs and the trap houses and prostitutes hopped up on dope, walking around like zombies. Uh, I believe that things can change in, this, in the inner city because more than 90% of the victims are black. They're tired of it. They're tired of see, you know, seeing uh, you know, people in their neighborhoods, you know, murdered. Uh, I think I can win, and I really believe that the inner city is changing, and they're not buying into this narrative that this party has been spinning for the past uh, couple of years, that all cops are are, are bad and and racist, and if you stick up for law enforcement and law and order, you're a racist, racist. I think the narrative is slowly changing. Well, I certainly hope it is, and I know that you'll still have an uphill fight if you're elected to city council. I've looked at the other three candidates. Shannon Harden is certainly voting for status quo. Uh, One of the candidates, a female, is uh, dedicated to systemic racism, which that's a dog whistle for me, that it's more of the same. Uh, The other candidate worked for five years for Andrew Ginther. So if you guys want things to change, you need to vote for Tom Soucy for Columbus City Council. 
His event tonight is at Flint Station, 225 Park Road, 6 to 8. Get a chance to meet him. Hear him articulate his values, his commitment to you. You can find him online, the Susi Report, T-H-E-S-U-S-S-I Report, thesusireport.com. His Twitter is the Susi Report. Tom, I wish you well, and uh, I believe uh, in the value of your mission, and I certainly applaud your commitment, and I thank you for your time today. Bruce, thank you. Uh, a pleasure, and, you know, anything I could do for you, uh, just give me a buzz. I'll uh, join you again. I appreciate the time. My thanks to Tom Susie for joining us. Again, if you're a political candidate and you're whining, like, why is he endorsing that candidate and not me? Two reasons. A, I don't know you. Or B, I do know you, and I know that I can't in good faith endorse you. So if you would like to be endorsed, school board candidates, I see your signs all over town. I don't have time or the inclination to look you up. The ones who've reached out to me because they're fans of the show, fans of our mission on the show, which is Stand for Truth. I can put it in three words, Stand for Truth. Then, great. I'd love to have a phone conversation with you, an email conversation with you. It's very obvious. The four candidates for three spots on Columbus City Council. Uh, three of the candidates are going to perpetuate the system as is. Tom Susie will get in there and fight. He will make life uncomfortable. He will be an advocate for police. He will be an advocate for citizens who want their neighborhoods to be safer. In the same way, Erica Foyt and Felicia Castle will be advocates in the Olentangy District for parents, for parental rights in the education of their students. The other candidates won't. In the Jonathan Alder District, Erica Detweiler, Sonia Walker, they are the candidates who understand that they are accountable to parents and that the superintendent works for the board and then the administration of the school reports to the superintendent. Chain of command, as outlined on the Ohio schoolboards.org website. We've allowed teachers to run amok. We've allowed politicians to run amok. And how are we doing? Our murder rate is up 30% across the country. Why is it up 30% across the country? Well, I'm looking at a story right here where Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of the city of Atlanta, refers to the increase in murders in her city as a, quote, COVID crime wave. Hmm. So COVID not only will take away your sense of smell, your sense of taste, make you cough, give you a headache, give you cooties that send everyone else running from you like you have leprosy. In Old Testament days, COVID will also cause the murder rate to skyrocket. See, it's a COVID crime rate. It's not a lawless crime rate in the aftermath of George Floyd protests, which were allowed to run amok, where police were disparaged and defunded. And accountability for criminal behavior was ignored. Emboldening criminals that they could get away with anything. It's not that kind of a crime rate. Did we have a Justice Department? headed by Merrick Garland. Thank you, Lord, that he is not on the Supreme Court because as Attorney General, we can get rid of him in 2024 and hopefully will. We could never get rid of him if he's on the court. We'd have to wait for him to die like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. 
But we have a Justice Department headed by Merrick Garland that now has prioritized threats of violence by parents at school board meetings. Intimidation. Hmm. Now, I would think if I were the Attorney General of the United States of America, that if I were concerned about threats and intimidation, I would have a higher priority placed upon the safety of, oh, I don't know, a sitting U.S. senator. Particularly, even though I'm supposed to be blind to political affiliation, a sitting U.S. senator who is in my party. But Merrick Garland, who's very concerned that you or anyone else not infringe upon the rights of the LGBTQ community. Oh, sorry, I left out the plus while reciting the alphabet mafia. Mary Garland and the Democrats are very concerned about protecting the rights of the LGBTQ plus community. But Kristen Cinema is not only a Democrat, she is a B. She's bisexual. Now, I would think that People who are imperiling the safety of Christian cinema and people who follow me into the restroom stall would certainly be perceived as a threat to safety. I would think that Merrick Garland would be highly concerned about that. He's concerned about threats. He's concerned about intimidation. He's just not concerned about threats or intimidation against a sitting Democratic senator who's LGBTQ. And why is that? Because Christian cinema is standing in the way of Joe Biden's radical agenda, which would permanently empower Democrats. Do you see the double standard? You do, unless you can't read the big E at the top of the I chart. It's all nonsense. Paul in Columbus next, 844-TALK-989. Hi, Paul. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Oh, yeah, my name right. Wrong. It's Michael here. Okay. Hi, Michael. So, Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to congratulate you by... For taking on this thing with this uh, Judge Kim Brown, and then you mentioned that other judge yesterday, Julie Lynch. I, I have a little bit of experience with these people. Uh, first of all, Kim Brown, she's African-American. She is a racist, I'm going to tell you right now. She needs to be thrown off that court. She has done things that she actually should be prosecuted for. And she doesn't realize she's a judge. No, no, she's always this uh, chip on her shoulder, black woman, that uh, these people are going around stealing cars, murdering which nine out of ten of them are black. Well, I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to make those kinds of insinuations, and I just want to keep my conversation about Kim Brown to what I can document and what I can glean from her email response to me. If you have an anecdote where you were in her court or you know something specific that I can verify, you know, I'll give you uh, time to share that. But just to get on and just to disparage her and make generalizations, I'm not comfortable with that, and I think as someone who prizes truth, I have to also prize fairness. So we'll move on next time, bring some uh, information with greater veracity to the air, but I appreciate you calling. It is amazing to me. You know, we just talked with Tom Susie, who says he got out of mainstream media because I think he said it was miserable. Does my mind work does Tom Susie's mind work in a way that other minds don't work? Because I cannot look at a Justice Department that supposedly cares about threats and intimidation 
and then watch video of a sitting U.S. senator who's LGBTQ be tracked into a bathroom stall and pay any attention to the supposed devotion to fairness and propriety that Merrick Garland is putting forth in his clearly aimed chilling effect news release toward parents. Come on. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.